Yeah, you can now. Hey guys, we allow animals to come to our church. We, we've had dogs and this is the wildcat. So today is wildcat Sunday. So give the wildcat a big hand for coming. Yeah. All right. Oh, whoa, it took a bow. So that's it. I'm going to help you get in. But if you fall, you'll land on your feet anyway, right? Beautiful. All right. Hey. Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to New Vine Community Church. Very happy to have each and every one of you here with us today. Welcome to those who are watching online today as well. And an extra special welcome to all the Wildcats. All right, at this point, I'd like to invite everybody to stand. We'll have a word of prayer, and then we'll get started with worship. Lord, we want to thank you for bringing us all together here today safely. I want to thank you for everything done in our lives throughout the week and everything we know you'll continue to do. We just ask that you come be here with us today as we worship you. In your name we pray. Amen. Water you turned into wine Open the eyes of the blind There's no one like you Into the darkness you shine, and out of the ashes we rise. There's no one like you, none like you. And our God is greater, our God is stronger. God, you are higher than any other. Our God is healer, awesome and
Everybody take a second, turn around and say hello to somebody. glad you're here. If you're new here, go ahead and pick up one of these forms from the seat back in front of you, fill it out, and drop it in the offering bag as it goes through. New Vine Youth returns September 10th, right after church. We will have lunch and hang out and have some fun. Students grades 6th through 12th are welcome. Vine Pig Roast is September 17th at 11 a.m. Bring a covered dish and a dessert. Invite a friend to come, we will provide the pig. See you there. the announcements. If you need any more information, go to our website or pick up a bulletin. Thanks for being here and enjoy the service. Good morning. Good morning. How's everyone? Good? We have kids. If if you're a teenager and you haven't signed in yet, go back there and sign in because you're going to win a big prize. The grand prize is a a trip to downtown Franklin, Ohio. (laughs) That's going to be great. See, a guy in our church passed away. His name, his name was Ray Hensley, and, and his funeral was Wednesday. Visitation is like nine to eleven. The funeral is at eleven o'clock here at church, and so bring food, and then uh, then we'll come back here. Okay, so remember that. And if you've not been baptized, if you've decided to follow Jesus, you've not been baptized, you need to be baptized. And you can sign up for that too. And our, one of our biggest outreaches of the year is Anthony Wayne. So that's the 31st where we go to Anthony Wayne and have a big block party for all the, the, they have math night. So I don't even go in at that. Okay. So they do math night. Then they come outside and we have a, a huge thing. It's really cool. So got a bunch of guests today. You guys good? Uh, Joe is, uh, he was working on a song the other day by Willie Nelson. No, they tell me of an uncloudy day and we wanted him to dress up like Willie and sing today, but he's, he didn't. So I, I'm disappointed, but that's okay. Let's say a prayer and we'll take up the offer. Okay, so Lord, just thank you and give to you. Uh, use these gifts, Lord, to glorify your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen.
All right. Today is Wildcat Sunday, and uh, I went to Franklin, so that's why we have Wildcat Sunday as opposed to Midi Sunday. Anybody go to Middletown? Midi Sunday or Monroe Hornet Sunday? Anybody go to Monroe? Uh, what? Carlisle, Carlisle Indians, uh, Springboro Panthers, right? Uh, Purple Shawnee Arrows, Miamisburg Vikings. What else is there? Lebanon Warriors, right? Anything else? What? Madison Mohawks. There we go. We have a, is he teaching today upstairs? The Madison new teacher? All right. And track coach. He toasts track at Frank. So anyway, we always recognize the Wildcats, but if you are a coach or a teacher from Franklin, stand up. Come on, stand up. You're a coach. Oh, get Kyle, stand up. And, or a teacher, or a teacher, stand up. Come on, you're a teacher. Tell us who you are and what you teach. Or if you coach. English? Oh, good. I liked English. I'm learning that language. Good. Cass? All right. Okay. And he's a baseball coach, right? Awesome. Good deal. And where's Joe? Joe, what do you teach? Do you teach? All right. All right. Good job. Give him a hand. We need to pray for them because they, they, they go back to school tomorrow. So, um, I don't know. We, we give away prizes on Wildcat Sunday just for fun. Um, and at area athletics. Um, I know a person that runs that store. So, um, I don't know how to do this. I've done this a thousand times. Okay. Who who likes these hats? You guys like these hats? Ike? Ike? Who does? Brock likes a hat? There you go. Uh, I could be a quarterback the way I threw that ball, right? Uh, and we got some, some shirts, too. So uh, these are medium. Anybody a medium? You're a medium? Do you go to, you go to Middletown or Franklin? I'm sorry, you know, you don't, you wear, you wear a Franklin shirt to Middleton, you'll get killed. Okay, who, who needs a, who needs a Wildcat shirt over here? Come on. I can wear a medium. Boy, Ike his hand on everything. Alright, here is a, a large. Anybody large? You're large? They're all large? You need to lose some weight, man. Here's another large for the other large guy. You don't get this one, Ike. You already got something. Ike's my nephew and sees, thinks he has special privileges. Extra large. Oh, there you go. Joe, what do you wear? You get an extra large. All right. Good deal. Okay. Um, gonna do a drawing here for the kids. I need that lit list up here real quick, if you don't mind. I have big prizes here, so uh, and downtown Franklin is not one of them. So if you're a guest today or an adult, just hang on a minute. Thank you. Good job. Thanks for helping. Here we go. I got t- too many prizes, so. All right, here we go. Draw something out of here.
I'll tell you what, I think I'm just going to give everybody a prize and skip the drawing. All right. Isaac, you're first on the list, but I'm skipping you. Um, uh, Lucas, who's Lucas Baldwin? Come on down. And uh, Austin. Is there an Austin here? Austin? Austin? Uh, Jack? Jack? Jack Barry. Well, these are the parting gifts here. Okay, let's see who else we got here. Um, did I say Blair? Got his first touchdown yesterday. Good job. All right. Um, moving right along. Carly. Carly? Is there a Carly? Carly, come on. Yeah. There you go, Carly. You can have one of these. You don't even have to go to Franklin. It's great. All right. Moving right along. Let's see. We got uh, Christopher. Where's he at? I don't know what these are. Good job, Christopher. I think uh, we have L. L. Which L we got first here? Lennon. Lennon. Did he name you after John Lennon? I know, I know he likes the Beatles. Come on, give him a hand. And Liam, where's Liam at? Come on, Liam, might as well join. Thank you. You're welcome. Notice, notice how fast these Franklin kids are. Liam, good job, man. Thank you very much. And let's see, we got Brock. Brock's there somewhere. I don't know what that is. It says Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Live Moss. There you go. Um, how am I doing the list? Um, Trey and Tanner. Might as well both of you come at the same time. Am I doing good here? Here we go. Thank you, man. These guys live in the same house. The brothers. Let's see. Uh, Jude. Where's Jude? Is he working? Come on, Jude. Hey, Jude. Come on down. Thank you. Here, give one of these to Pat for helping you. All right. So, let's see. How many, te- how many people stood up with teachers a while ago? One... Two, three, four, five. Is that it? Oh, oh, Jason. How can I miss you? Uh, and Elijah. Yeah, he's on the list. Come on, Jason. Come on down. Did I say Elijah? Huh? Where's Elijah? Elijah, I'm sorry, man. You're a prophet from the Old Testament. I forgot you. I'm sorry. Okay. All righty. Um, Connor? Where do you go? I'm looking on this list. Number five? You know his number, Ike? Connor. Where's it? Where? Here. He can't walk. Sorry. Huh? Yeah, that's why I didn't call him. I didn't want him to get hurt. All right. I think that's, I think that's good for right now. Okay. Is that okay? 
All right? Well, if you're a student going back to school and you're a teacher, just stand up right now, if you wouldn't mind. Come on, stand up. Stand up. If you're a student going back to school, I don't care what grades you're in or in any, doesn't matter what school, just stand up. I want to say a prayer for you, okay? So, so let's just pray. God, I thank you for all these kids and for the teachers that we have in our church. And God, I ask you to bless them. I pray, God, that you just give them a good year. And I pray, God, you keep them all safe too, because the world's crazy. And so, Lord, I pray that you'd bless them and help them actually to do what they're supposed to do, Lord, to, to learn. In Jesus' name, everybody said, Amen. Amen. All right. So, did I take up the offering? I did take up the offering. I always, always forget. I guess I always forget the offering part. And I'm going to get fired for, for preachers that don't take up the offering are, are scary. Okay. Um, I have a couple more. We'll skip that part. Well, um, we have hamburgers cooking. So, you know, you guys are welcome to stay and eat. And we got some hot dogs cooking and we got cookies. And I know you guys all favorite is chocolate chip. So there's some of those out there. And, uh, and that's the deal. I'm put this up because I had another person going to show up, but they didn't show up. So, okay. So, um, Mark, when he preaches, he always says he, they're, they're bedtime stories. And so, uh, these are stories from the Old Testament. I'm starting a series next week on that we're better together. And so, uh, we're going to talk about that today a little bit on how, and my, my sermon is titled three equals one. Okay. Got that? So let's say a prayer and then I'll talk a little bit and then we'll eat. Okay. So, Lord, thank you that we could come together. I ask you, Lord, to speak to our hearts and help us to see, God, how important it is that we have each other. In Jesus' name, everybody said, Amen. Okay, um, in the Old Testament, there's a nation called Israel, and uh, they didn't always do what God told them to do. And there's uh, in the north, there was Israel and Judah, they were like one. And uh, uh, they got attacked by another country. And, and back in those days, uh, they, uh, they, would, they would take them away. And so what happened, in, in, uh, and I just was thinking, it almost happened in, in uh, Ukraine too. The Russians kind of came in and took some people back to Russia. But back in the old days, when a, when a foreign power would conquer a power, they would take the people back to captivity. And what they did, they took the young people. Now, they didn't take the old people, they took the young people, and they took them back there to make them slaves and also to make them help run the country. They educated them, and they did all these different things for them. And so they went through some hard times, literally. And, you know, we've never been in slavery, but but we go through hard times, too. Everybody has stuff, right? Uh, you know, I went through some stuff this summer. My mom passed away, and she's good in heaven. But it's, it's still hard when you have to say goodbye to people, and, and you go through different things. And, and so one of the things, uh, the older you get, the more stuff you have. How's that, right? Uh, but you learn to deal with it. And so today I want to talk about that and, and how that you can win uh, through this whole thing. And also... Uh, that you can't win by yourself, okay? Uh, because we can't win alone. We, we need other people. So um, there's a story in the Old Testament. Uh, some of the guys they took back to captivity, there's a guy named Daniel, uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and they became slaves in, in the country, okay? So watch this. If we look further in the Bible, we come to another story I also would like to tell you about. That is the story about three friends, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These three lived in Babylon. They were also Israelites, but had come to Babylon as prisoners of war. Even though they were far away from home, 
They hadn't forgotten what they had learned at home about God and his laws. They believed in God with all their hearts and did not let themselves be influenced by the idolatry which was common in Babylon. But one day, the king, whose name was Nebuchadnezzar, had a massive gold statue made as an idol. Now he wanted everyone in the country to bow down and worship this idol every time someone blew on a musical instrument. If they didn't, the king would throw them into a fiery furnace. The people were terrified of going against the king, so they did as he told them to. If they had heard an instrument playing, they dropped their knees and worshipped. But Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego would not do it. They believed in God who was the only God. To worship something else would be a betrayal against God, so they refused. Pretty soon someone went to the king and told him about them. The king was furious and asked his soldiers to bring the three friends to him immediately. The king shouted at them and said that next time they heard the sound of a flute or a horn, they should immediately bow down to the statue. Otherwise, he would throw them into the fiery furnace. Then Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego replied, We do not need to respond to this. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, then the God we serve is able to deliver us from it. But even if he does not, we want you to know, O king, that we will not serve your gods or worship the golden statue. Now the king became so furious, he almost couldn't control himself. He shouted at him that he would have his soldiers make the furnace seven times hotter so they would suffer a terrible death. So he got his soldiers to tie the men and drag them towards the furnace. The soldiers threw Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego into the flames. It was so hot that the soldiers themselves collapsed outside the furnace. The king sat on the throne, pleased with himself. Ah, he thought, they got what they deserved. But suddenly, his smirk disappeared, and he turned white with shock. In the furnace, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had stood up. They were no longer tied up, and there was a fourth person standing in the midst of them. A person the king had never seen before, and who hadn't been thrown into the fire with the others. He looked like a son of God. They were walking around freely in the furnace, and the fire didn't hurt any of them. The king ran towards the furnace. He called out to them, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, you servants of God, the Almighty, come out here. The men walked out of the furnace and stood in front of the king. The king realized that they served a God who was real, who was alive, and had all power. King Nebuchadnezzar didn't want to hurt them anymore, but instead made sure they lived safely in the land and that no one mocked the God they served. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego believed in God and he rewarded them. Therefore, we can read about them today. All right. Got that? Anybody remember that as a bedtime story? I do. Okay. Um... This is the deal. Um, in order to win in life, there's certain things that you need, okay? Uh, and I've just got three, maybe four things real quick, okay? The first thing is this. You need to have conviction, all right? Uh, listen to what it says in, in that verse. But there are some Jews who 
You have set over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who pay no attention to you, your majesty. They neither serve your gods or worship the image of gold you've set up. And so here are these three guys, and, and they're not going to do it. This is what conviction is. Conviction is, is a predetermined response based upon our beliefs and values. Does that make sense? It's what drives you. It's your default setting. You know, it's, it's the system that you have built within you. If you have certain things within you, you're faced with these other things, you will re- revert to that and, and it'll keep you safe. Does that make sense? Go like this. You're still alive. Okay. All right. Food's cooking, so don't, don't pass out. All right. Um, these three guys were taught the Bible. Well, they were, uh, the Bible wouldn't exist. They, they were taught the Ten Commandments. And the first commandment says, thou shalt have no other gods before me. And even though they were teenagers and they were taken away to a foreign country, they decided we're not going to do it. We're not going to obey this guy. They were going to stand against him because they had convictions uh, in their life. And uh, all of us need those kinds of things because it affects everything in our life. Uh, Craig Shell said this, made the statement, he says, the decisions you make today will determine the stories you tell tomorrow. Now, uh, my mother passed away this summer. Uh, she was 95 years old on July the 10th. And I preached her funeral. And her funeral was at Penarol Baptist Church because that's the church my dad pastored. When we moved here from Kentucky, uh, my dad was the first pastor there, and he literally built the building because he builds stuff. I'm me- uh, mechanically challenged. I don't know how to build stuff. Uh, but anyway, he literally built the church and built the house and, and the whole thing, and then he died. And uh, he was a great guy. And, and people always say good stuff about him, how he did this and did this and did this and did this. When I got up to preach my mother's funeral at that church, this is what I said. You guys are here because of my mom. And this was the deal. When my dad wanted to date my mom, years ago, my mother was the secretary at this law office in Irvine, Kentucky. And uh, my dad came in to date her. And my mom says, I don't date anyone unless they go to church. So my dad started going to church and became a Christian. Then he became a preacher. And then the rest is historical. But it wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for my mom. My mom had some principles. My mom had a conviction in her life. And, and, and she stood by them. And as a result, there is that church there. As a result, there's this church here. Okay? Because my mom had, had con- conviction. And, and so all of us have to have things in our life, things that, that we determine that are good that we're going to live by. In my, in my own life, I, I went to Franklin High School. Um, uh, I, I, you know, became a Christian when I was like nine years old, got baptized and, by my dad. But when I was 16 years old, I, I went to visit my brother at college and I met this guy who was a Christian all the time. And growing up as a preacher's kid, you think, you think your dad is, or, and mom's that way because that's their job. Okay? So this may sound crazy, but I'd n- never really seen another Christian that was a young, uh, like my dad, okay? And, and so when I met this guy, it, 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 it touched my life. I thought, well, that's how it's supposed to be. You're supposed to be like that. And uh, I made a commitment. I went between two dormitories, and I said, God, I want to be a Christian all the way or not at all. And uh, came back to high school. I went to the library, sat across from my best friend, and told him, and he laughed in my face, which was good for me. It's sink or swim. But I decided that I was going to do that. Okay, so I wanted to be a committed Christian, even in high school. And and but you know I wasn't like I am a weirdo. But I but I you know I played football, basketball, track. I was in play, the Glee Club, the special mix course, blah blah. I joined everything because I discovered the more things you join, the more you get out of class. Okay, that that was the deal. So uh, 
But but I but but I had some principles in my life, some things that I would not do. So when I was faced with those different things, I didn't do them because I I made a commitment. I wasn't going to do this. There's certain things I wasn't going to drink. I wasn't going to do different kinds of things because I was a committed Christian. Plus, I played ball and I wanted to keep straight. Does that make sense? So when I was in, encountered these different things, I didn't do it. Years ago, I went to a vineyard pastor's thing at, at someone's house, and so they all and and if you drink, God bless you. But kids shouldn't do that. But but I went, and all the pastors were drinking. So they started to hand me something. I said, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I, I don't drink. I said, I made a commitment as a teenager I wouldn't do that, you know, and, and I've been a teenager for a long, long time. So, uh, but, but principles that you make today affect everything. Does that make sense? We don't think that. We think we just live for right now. We don't, we don't have a future orientation. But when we make a commitment, certain things we're going to do, we, we won't do them. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had a commitment. They weren't going to worship a false god. And so that was the deal. Second thing real quick. I didn't mean to talk too long on that one. Uh, you have to have courage. They had courage. Uh, listen to what it says in verse 15. Uh, because they were told, you better bow down when you hear the noise. When you hear the, the sound of the horn, the, the flute, the zither, the lyre, the harp, the pipe, all the kinds of music, if you're ready to fall down and worship the image, I made very good. But if you do not worship, you'll be thrown immediately into a blazing furnace. Then what God will be able to rescue you from my hand? So the moment of truth came, they said, you guys have to do this. Okay? But they had conviction, and they had courage, you know, and, and they decided they weren't going to do it. Now, courage doesn't mean you're not afraid, okay? I'm sure they're freaking out. They're, 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 this is a bad quote. They're probably thinking we're toast, okay? But anyway, uh, going to the fiery furnace, a little boom, boom, I need a rim shot from the thing. But, but I'm sure they were scared to death. But they had courage to stand up and say, no way, we're not going to do that. We're going to, we're going to stand by what God taught us, even as kids. And even though we're teenagers, we're not going to do what everybody else said. Because it's so easy to get, to be swept into what everybody else is doing. I mentioned this the first service when Mark was a teenager. And all the, all the, you know, once I remember he came and said he wanted to go someplace and, and I said, you can't. And he made the statement that everyone was, everyone was going in town. Sometimes my kids would say that everyone's going. And being the great dad I am, I, I would go, Congratulations, you're not. Okay? And, and so, it doesn't make happy kids, but, but we have to have certain principles in our life. And as a teenager, you need to have conviction, and, and you need to have courage to stand up to do that. They knew what was right, and they weren't going to do it. And so, you guys need to have the same thing as teenagers. You need to have courage, some principles in your life, things you're going to follow, that, that, that you're not going to do that. Uh, last thing, almost. They had commitment. Okay? Listen to this verse. Um, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to him. The king told him to bow down. We do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If we're thrown the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it. And he, and if he does not, we want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold that's set up. Okay? The deal is this. When they were faced, you know, with the pressure to bow down, they stuck to their conviction and their courage and, and they chose to face the consequences. Okay? So we see these three guys, you know, they're, 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 they're gonna be toast literally. But they wouldn't do it. They wouldn't bend what the principles they had in their life. Um, verse 18 to me is one of the, the strongest verses in the Bible about faith. Okay? If you look at the one part, um, verse 18. But even if he does not, you know, he, they're saying, they said to him, God can deliver us. Okay? But, if he doesn't, 
We want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you set up. This is what they said. We ain't doing it. If God delivers us far out, okay, if he doesn't, that's okay. Because we're committed. They were willing to go down because they had that, that conviction in their life. And they had the courage in their life. And they had a commitment that they were going to follow. And so it's really important that we follow those things. They were thrown Okay, they lost. That that'd be a nice end of the story about these guys who who stood up, right? Uh, but but the deal is this: God showed up, and and uh, you saw it in that story. And uh, the king looks in there and he says, "You know, didn't we throw these guys in there? I see four men walking around the fire, unbound, unharmed, and the, and the fourth looks like the son of the gods." Okay, I heard a sermon on this like fifty years ago. By Robert Schuller, he used to be pastor of the, the, the Crystal Cathedral Church. His sermon was this, they wouldn't bend, they wouldn't bow, and they wouldn't burn. I remember these three points, but anyway, it's not crazy, but, but all of a sudden, there's somebody else that shows up in the fire. And, and I think it was Jesus. He was, he's, he's God in the flesh, and so he showed up in the fire. So I have a question for you. How many people were thrown in the fire? Three. Are you listening? Okay. How many people were in the fire? Four. How many people came out of the fire? Three. Where is the fourth person? He's still in the fire. What that means to me is that when you go through stuff, when you go through hard times, when you go through the fire, or you go through the storm, God will be right there with you. That, that you don't have to be by yourself. Jesus said this. He said, I will never leave you or forsake you. And so he promises, you know, when we stand by our stuff... It might work out. It may not work out. But if it doesn't work out, it doesn't mean we're alone because he promises to be there with us. And so we see these three Hebrew children, and uh, they stood together. They didn't do it alone. There's a passage in Ecclesiastes that says this, Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. So we see that three equals one. One of my favorite videos I want to show you about teamwork is between a father and son. So watch this. It's an old video, but I like it.
All right, isn't that cool? That's the deal. It's about being together. It's about how we need each other. We need conviction. We need courage. We need commitment, you know, and that's how you make it in life. That's how you win too, okay? So two questions. What's God saying to me and, and what am I going to do about it? So let's just bow our heads for a second as we listen to the song. Maybe you've never come to the place in your life that you decide to follow Jesus. You know, being a Christian isn't about being religious. It's about a relationship. You know, when I made a commitment to follow Jesus, I went back to school. I did, did everything, okay? But, but God had given some convictions in my life. So I challenge you, if you've never invited Jesus in your life, to do that too. So let's just listen to this song. Amen. All right, if you have one of these, take it out. And if you're new, we do communion every week. So if you take the top of it, there's a little little clear thing you can pull off and get the bread part. And then you open up the other thing, and then that's the, the wine there. And so uh, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you when it's time to do this, okay? So if you can get those open, uh, it'll be great. And we always say the Lord's Prayer together every week uh, just as a, a, a reminder of who we are. And of, of whose we are, okay? So I'll give you a second to get those things open. Sometimes they're hard to do. Sometimes I have to get my Swiss Army knife out and do it that way. Everybody good? Almost good? You almost good, Joe? You good? Good, all right. Joe was a little slow, but that's okay. <clears throat> Let's say the Lord's Prayer together, okay? Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. On the night that Jesus was betrayed, the Bible tells us that he took the bread and he broke it. And he said, this is my body which is broken for you.
do this remembrance of me. It says, after supper, he took the cup. He says, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. And covenant means relationship. He said, do this remembrance of me. Paul, writing to the church at Corinth, said this. He said, as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. You remember what Jesus did. And you're reminded that we're supposed to do the same thing. Amen. Hopefully, the, hopefully hamburgers. If the the hamburgers are for the kids and for the parents, okay. So you guys get to go first there. So that'll be good. Let's see. Um, I need someone to help me. Looking for somebody. Lydia, you're you're Lydia. Come here, come here. She's a graduate of Franklin High School. This is my niece, Lydia Elam. <laughs> She's backward and bashful, as you can tell. All right. I only have a few of these things, so I want you to draw just one of these numbers out of this thing here. Beautiful. All right. And it is number nine. Who's number nine? Who's number nine? Who is? Where? You're number nine? Okay. Good job. You want a hundred bucks. You what? All right. Thank you. You're done. Yeah. Am I done? All right. There you go. Well, let's stand and uh, thank you guys for coming. Uh, we'll continue our, our sermons next week on Better Together. We're going to talk about that for a while. And uh, remember the uh, the funeral for Ray this week and... Uh, and Anthony Wayne's coming up, and then if you've not been baptized, that's the deal. So if you're a guest, say thanks for hanging out with us for a little bit, okay? And thank you guys. And go Wildcats, right? So, all right, let's just, let's close in prayer. So Lord, we thank you for your love and mercy and grace. Thank you, Lord, uh, that you gave Jesus for us, that we could have a relationship with you. So God, help us to learn to, to walk in it every day. Help us, God, to, to have convictions in our life. God, help us to be courageous to, to live the way you should, and help us to be committed to follow you no matter what, Lord.